Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Chris to my Josh. That's boring. Nobody cares about that. I had one <laughs> I had one and I forgot I completely blanked on what it was. There I just I, I came up with one earlier today and I and I blanked on it. It was had something to do with um the Warriors three and I couldn't remember what their names were. Anyways. You were Anyways. gonna be the lady chef, by the way. So Oh, lovely. That's okay. It's, you know, it's 2022. Do what I want. Yeah. Right. Um, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, feel good about the show tonight. Feel good about my players. Um, you know, life's good. Family's great. Uh, not so much going great for you. How are you doing? Well, I'm going to pretend that the last, you know... Three days didn't exist, so you know. What the, I say, I'm doing great. I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. All right, just test. Um, if anyone hears it in the background here, my dog is not really doing so great at the moment, so you'll probably hear hack and cough at times. I have I'm a hacking. cough button, but I have a cough button, but it's hard to hit that when I'm talking. So, yeah, and you're always talking, so you know. <laughs> just kidding. That's, I'm not you. Yeah, I do. Anyways. Oh, sorry. Couple Chris, it, it is week six. Do you know what week six means? Uh, buys. Buys. Yes. We buys. have We have the Titans, Raiders, Lions, and Texans on buy. For those of you who are interested in those running backs, there's actually have some good running backs missing this week. Uh, that's Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, the RB like five on the year it's, so yeah, far. He's playing so well, dude. Yeah, so well. And he looks good doing it, too. Like, where has this Josh Jacobs been? Anyways. Contract uh, Contract here. That's why. Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift uh, out also with on by. And Damian Pierce, who is in the top, who's an R top 10 RB as well. So, you know, there's three, there's at least three or four top 10 running backs right now on by. So. Crazy. You got RBs this week, so. I have RBs, so there's that. I mean, um, receiver is a little bit lesser. You know, you're missing your Devontae Adams, your, I mean, if you're leaning on him in bigger leagues, Robert Woods, um, Brandon Cooks or Nico Collins, as it kind of appears to be nowadays. Um, and if I didn't say it, it's also Monroe St. Brown, DJ Chark sort of thing. Yeah, so, I've got a little bit of mention of a couple receivers in my uh, deal. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that's what we're here for. We're here to like, this is what this show is really good for is the bi-week fill-in names. Um, I got, injuries. Mm -hmm. I got one or two lower hanging fruits, but you know, they're, they're maybe not as, quite as obvious as you'd think. Maybe I think I got I one. I, think I got one for sure. I have no shame in one or two. Well, but, I think know, it's important to remind you some list, folks. If you had a list of like, hey, here's my RB one on the week who happens to be, you know, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Nick Chubb. And then my RB two on the week is Austin Eckler who yeah. happens to be the RB two on the year. And, you know, I usually go for like, if I'm going to pick a, I don't know, a top 10, top 24 type of guy, I'm probably going to, uh, well, top 12, top 10. I'm going to include like something like, uh, like maybe he's bouncing back from a bad game. Maybe he's been or injured. Maybe matchup. Exactly. Or it's a bad matchup and you want to give him a vote of confidence or it's just an amazing Chris, matchup. Was that, a, was that a bad matchup or was that a bad matchup? Oh, did I stutter or something? <laughs> no, I was just making sheep sounds. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's a bad. Okay. Not bad. No sheep, no sheep were harming the filming of this. Uh, okay. Not so, yet, uh, at least. Not yet. Give it a minute. <laughs> the night is young. I'm only a quarter of a drink deep. 
<laughs> anyway, all right, um, Chris. I believe you got some news for us. I've got some news. I'm pretty sure I put this in order of position. Hope I didn't miss one at the bottom. Yeah, I definitely did. Oh, a couple of them. Okay, we're just going to push forward. Missed Cowboys the bottom. Qu- I missed. I, I ran out of time. Uh, Cowboys quarterback Doc, Dak Prescott was limited, uh, listed as a limited participant in practice today, marking the first mm-hmm. time he's officially participated in practice since his thumb injury in week one. He said he felt great throwing Wednesday. So through Wednesday, practiced Thursday. Uh, but we are still getting another week of Cooper Rush, to be clear on that. Uh, Mac Jones, with an ankle injury, was limited on Wednesday. Uh, the Panthers uh, quarterback, Baker Mayfield, suffered a high ankle sprain. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I would like to say that last week, Mac Jones, I believe, got a limited practice in anyways, and Bailey Zappi still played. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the impression I just, I'm getting is Zappi again. <laughs> Probably, yeah, that's the impression I've got too from what I've seen in the news. And you're probably not counting on Mac Jones, anyway. I think it so. might be an ankle sprain, also. It says ankle. I think it might be a high ankle sprain, also. I believe well, so. Yeah, so he's, yep, I think so. he's probably. Anyways, I'm sorry. You were talking about someone. It's in fine. Carolina. Speaking of high ankle sprains and quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield suffered high ankle sprain in Sunday's so game. Fashionable. He's uh, so fashionable. That means he'll miss time. How much time is yet to be determined? Uh, PJ Walker will be in line to start versus. Probably a couple more Rams. weeks, at least, for Baker. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, the Dolphins are planning to start Skylar Thompson this week per McDaniel. Uh, he's a rookie. I'm sorry, who? Skylar Thompson. I, saw, I thought his name was Sean Thomas. Nope, Skylar Thompson. Mm, I hope, okay. unless I just pulled a name out of thin blue I was sky. Make, I, was, I was making a, um, a Trevor uh, a Hanning, Hennings uh, reference um, anyways, from last year. Anyways, never mind. Keep going. Uh, I think he's an undrafted rookie. I didn't. Shot it down, but I think he might be something crazy like that, man. It's it's nuts this week with quarterbacks, the quarterbacks that are starting. Uh, a new starting running back for the Washington Commanders. Brian Robinson Jr. is expected to start for Commanders tonight versus the That Bears. game's going on right now. <laughs> said there's a good opportunity for Antonio Gibson to be used as a returner this week. So He's not he very good. I think he's I think he's good. I just think Ron Rivera is an idiot. <laughs> and they're a really bad team. Uh, Cardinals James Conner is expected to miss the Seattle game with a rib injury. He's been nursing this rib injury uh, uh, practically, in fact, all year, I think. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised he's played through. Uh, More on his backup to come. Yeah, not, not surprised there. Um, Raheem Mostert, knee uh, injury, says he will play versus the Vikings. He was back practicing today, uh, Thursday. Jonathan Taylor with an ankle returns to practice. Limited. Con- Limited, thank you. Uh, not much concern about Barkley's, uh, Saquon Barkley's shoulder. He was also limited Thursday. Damian Harris with a hamstring was limited on Wednesday and Thursday. It's, quote, looking cloudy from a beat reporter. Uh, Rashad he's, Penny. Sounds like he's, sounds like Her- uh, Damian Harris is not going to play. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, More on uh, his teammate in a little bit. I was just going to say, Ramondre is a smash this week. Full show. Uh, Rashad Penny, speaking of smashes, uh, Rashad Penny smashed his fibula and is out for the season. So, you know, get your Kenny Walkers. It's funny when I do these these uh, news notes, I'm like, this seems like forever ago that this happened. Like, everybody right. knows about Kenny Walker, Chris. Waivers happened uh, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. But we needed to include this because we haven't been uh, live. $65 he went, fab dollars he went for in our Friends of Benefits League. It's not a salt. Someone in in our Dynasty League said that in in one of his redraft leagues, he went for 70. 70, 71. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was 71. That's the one that was stuck in my brain. Um, Honestly, I'm going to go on a limb and say, well worth it. Okay. 
If I'm wrong, we're I'm wrong. Talking, I'm we're, gonna, not, I'm, we're not I'm, talking I'm, about Kenny. We're not talking about Kenny Walker here uh, later. So if you want to talk about him here, now's the time. I I mean, just a couple quick tidbits. Uh, he was not a, uh, a prolific receiver uh, uh, in college. Um, was DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas is going to get work. Um, he might even get Probably. some of the work through the air just to spell uh, a Walker. But uh, I think Walker can catch. He just hasn't been really asked to. And it's not like DJ Dallas is like a prolific receiver. He, in fact, had a couple less catches in college than um, Walker did. And he's only we a thought that about weeks. J.D. McKissick. And look at what he's doing now. Just saying. There you go. Oh, uh, where were we? Rashad Penny. Did I already say that? Oh, yeah, we just did Kenny Walker. Uh, Michael Thomas. Nope. I'm going to skip down here. How dare you. Second. Veteran running back Corey Clement is signing to the Cardinals practice squad per source. So that just kind of enforces, you know, the condition of one James Conner. I, I just, uh, I just uh, gave my opinion on Corey Clement's entire career. You might want to uh, warm that oh. old yawning hand back up again, sir, because the 49ers have signed Tevin Coleman to the 53-man roster and released oh. a, a backup quarterback in, in a corresponding move. It's all my running backs, sirs. So on to the receivers. Michael Thomas with a toe injury and Jarvis Landry with an ankle injury is not practicing on Thursday. Neither is practicing on Thursday. Uh, their teammate Chris Olave at the same position with a concussion was seen at practice open to the media today. So I I'll heard that. I'll, I'll call that limited. Was, I thought he was going to be out this week, Chris Olave. But that was on Twitter by an unverified source. So uh, We'll get to it in a minute. I think... Uh, Higgins might have been confirmed to be out just a couple moments ago. Somebody said it in Discord. Again, not confirmed. Uh, let's push on here. Rashad Bateman with a foot was uh, sidelined again Thursday. Um, from the NFL now, free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. wanted a Michael Gallup type offer from the Rams, which is why he's upset. But plenty of time to make it happen if both sides are still interested. All right. All right, gotta stop you real quick. This is it. This is it. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Real quick. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who said after the Super Bowl, knowing and after his ACL injury, that he would take league minimum to go back to the Rams to try and run it back, try and get another ring. Yeah. So put your money where your mouth is, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. League minimum. Yeah. Um, and I included this because, I mean, it, it, whatever good player supposed to be a good team uh i think it's more of a referendum on uh, uh alan robinson's corpse you hate alan robinson he hates playing good football have you looked at his numbers <laughs> it's ridiculous uh speaking of the rams cooper cup uh with his foot injury was listed as a did not practice but he is expected to play yeah Tiggins. i was like yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. Cooper should be fine. Cup should be fine. Uh, Tiggins was a did not practice Thursday ankle. Like I said, I feel like he's leaning out, but I have not got confirmation yet. Wide receiver Drake London uh, with a knee injury and Kyle Pitts with a hamstring injury. We're both at Falcons practice today. So good signs there. Pitts, a uh, little bit of. Anyway, uh, Pitts was Pitts, limited Thursday. I don't have any further on London at this time. Pitts would do everyone. I assume they were both limited. Pittsburgh should do everyone a favor and not play so they don't have feel like they're forced to start in. I almost said something before I read off the Pitts. Which, 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 by the way, don't start Kyle Pitts. I, what's their matchup? I don't think it's good. You don't care, though, do you? Nope. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, dude, look at tight end 10 through like 14, 15. Put Pitts in that I, area. I, Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, you could. But he's but he's not because you know why? He's not he's that like tight end 40. He's also been hurt, and that's by total points. <laughs> Once he he's was been hurt, hurt for he one was, game. Hurt for one game. Tight, he was at tight end 40 before last week. Yeah, he's not playing well. He's had one good game, one double digit game. That's it. But mm -hmm. hey, things change, man. Uh, Michael Parsons, he does not play tight end. He plays linebacker. I included this because he's best pass rusher in the league, and they play the Eagles this week. Michael Parsons, groin and Bias opinion. Did not practice, but expects to play. Pete Carroll, just get this. For your weekly dose of Pete Carroll bullshit that Josh <laughs> absolutely loved. Dude, I should have put like Coleman and Pitts and Pete Carroll in a freaking row just for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Pete Carroll says Drew Locke is nipping at Geno's heels. Are you of course he is. Me. Of course Come he on. is, because he's true luck. He's the greatest quarterback since Russell yeah. Wilson. We might oh, talk that's about not saying anything anymore. Oh. We might talk about the tentative starter for the Seahawks, uh, Geno, later. We'll we'll just have to see. Um, I this is out of order. My not... apologies, or did I not copy paste it correctly? Not much concern about Saquon Barkley's shoulder. He was limited Thursday. I actually might have that already. Anyway, Devontae Adams, he's a receiver, has been charged with a misdemeanor assault after shoving a cameraman following the Raiders' loss versus the Chiefs. Suspension. In, in more serious news, uh, the NFL will call his bye week his suspension week two. Yo, that's the big thing. If he get because it'll come down before Sun. Uh, well, I assume they play Sunday before Sunday. He could miss two games in a row. Did you see? Did you see that? He, because he of won't. suspension and a buy, meaning he, he has a he could have a suspension this weekend, and he could he's on buy next week. No, the yeah, NFL. I won't think do he's. I think he's going to get a game. Uh, no. Um, did you see the video of it? Yeah, I mean, it was bull. It was dumb on Devontae's part. I heard there was an angle, though. Not the main angle, but I heard there was an angle where it was like... And the cameraman did nothing wrong, let me be clear. But I think the camera, the second camera angle kind of showed that he didn't really give Devontae anywhere to like go left or right to avoid a, 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 a slight Yeah, he collision. walked like literally right out in front of him. And was Devontae in the right to shove the guy? No. But no, also, was it like... Shoving him across the room, no. Oh, not so, at all. But it was, I, say, I would not call it. Mm -hmm. I would not call it. I'm not. I'm not defending his actions by no means. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not calling it a violent shove either. No, not so, at all. So mm -hmm. let, let's let's all roll our eyes at this. And I and I bet I, I'm not going to exactly roll my eyes because I think there's certain uh, uh, things when you work for a company, when you work for a business, when you work for the biggest business. I well, I, I take that back. I don't know if he works for the NFL. Could have been a newspaper. I have no idea. But sometimes by the HR department, you are required to like press charges or, or file something with HR or something like that. Like there's, I, not to this extent, but I've worked for companies where there's rules that I'm like, what if I'm fine? What if nothing happened? What if it wasn't a big deal? Sorry. Care. You know what I'm saying? So I would not doubt in the least. However, I think he's, because a misdemeanor is a, is a uh, criminal court. It's not civil. The guy's not suing Devontae for like two million bucks or something insulting like that. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the shove was garbage. It was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. But it was a bad look by Devontae. And I wonder if this uh, uh, photographer is required to do something. Uh, we've got a Regardless, question. In the... oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, we got ZC Works, uh, a.k.a. Don, in the uh, comments asking for a friend Mahomes or Cousins for Sunday. Who you got? I mean, I'm, just, I'm smashing Mahomes every week. Yeah. Uh, almost probably regardless matchup. In fact, this is a great opportunity to mention this. I've been picking up on a lot of this in fantasy 
uh, from analysts uh, lately is um, we love to wait on quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But this year is a little bit different. The top three, I think it is, Hertz, Allen, and Mahomes are so far ahead of four through like 12 or further. Like they're so far ahead of them in points. It's actually caused a bit of a premium at the position, you know, kind of like a Kelsey at, or an Andrews at tight end. This like has been an this has been an anomalous year, though. So agreed. let's not that's why let's not let's not uh, start jerking our knees too much. Yeah, you still want to wait on QB, but it's it it didn't work out for some folks this year. Let's put it that way. Onward and upward. I'm almost done. Oh, where were we? Adams. Uh, Tyreek Hill is wearing a walking boot on his left foot. Mike McDaniel, his coach, said uh, he was stepped on late in the game, but he's been dealing with this. And was a full participant Wednesday in practice, so I assume he Coach was Mike McDaniel Thursday. said Tyreek Hill didn't want to play with a third-string quarterback. Did he actually say that? No, I'm oh, joking. I was going to take this opportunity to say, have you ever watched a Mike McDaniel press conference? No, of course. Do yourself not. a favor and start watching Mike McDaniel press conference. I'm going to do myself a favor and continue with my current policy of not watching press conferences. I know. Raiders are signing veteran wide receiver Albert Wilson to their active roster. Raiders tied in Darren Waller. Hamstring has been ruled out. This was three days ago. Like, they were just like, nope, you're just on the shelf for a while. So, um, the Panthers, I'd say this for later, whatever. The Panthers have fired Matt Rule. Steve Wilson. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, 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 the Raiders ruled out Darren Waller Darren for Waller his hamstring injury. For week six in their bye week. That's such an old update that it was from the previous game. Oh, they played Monday night. That's why. That's why. My bad. My bad. Called you on um, your BS. Well, my BS, my my legit mistake. I I I I backtrack, you know, uh, on the timeline, if you will, and uh, I, I stop it about when the you know the Monday or Sunday games are being played, and there's a bunch of like in-game updates, and I'm like, oh. Well, I don't need those. Anyways, anyways. Let's, anyway, let's... Uh, last thing is Panthers fired Matt Rule. Steve Wilkes will work as interim head coach. Fun fact, he's part of the lawsuit versus the NFL with uh, Brian Flores, the former Dolphins coach. Fun fact, Steve Wilkes was a terrible uh, head coach in Arizona. I think Steve Wilkes was a coach for a bad Arizona team and got one fucking year that's ridiculous and 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 you know what and now i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna backpedal so excuse that beeping sound you hear in the background um he, he i think he was i think he was i think he was maybe a subject to uh bad head a front office too because this, i believe he was part of the front office that drafted josh rosen as uh what there was it go. like Oh, sixth overall or tenth overall, sixth or tenth overall, I can't remember which. <laughs> and that dude has had chances at many teams and has not even as a coordinator. As a coordinator, he's that was his only head. Coach I was talking job. about Rosen, Josh Rosen. Oh, my apologies. Josh Rosen has had many a chances at many a teams and hasn't even sniffed being a starter outside of, um, excuse me, you know, major injuries in front of him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I have no idea if Wilkes is a good or great or bad coach. I honestly don't. I'm just saying he got a raw deal. And hey, maybe he gets a chance to prove himself here. I just thought it was interesting that he's a part of that lawsuit. He could have been like, no, I don't want to put more bad stuff on my resume. This is the Panthers, folks. They're awful. <laughs> All right. So that's my news. I'm going to start with the running backs, Chris. Anyways, <laughs> so my first running back is I'm going out of order since I already gave you my notes. Um, I'm going to go with Travis Etienne versus the Colts this week. Already, already this week, uh, Etienne is being lauded on Twitter as you know uh, for his usage last week. 
I'm not calling in a change in the guard between Robinson and Etienne here. But Etienne has now outsnapped Robinson in, in the last two weeks, but not by a significant margin by any means. 42 to 43.5% on average over the last two weeks. That's not a big difference here. So they're more or less, we'll just call it like a close to a 50-50 split. But Etienne has outscored J-Rob too. Maybe the winds are changing in the Jacksonville Jaguars backfield, but I like I actually like both uh, backs this week. Even though Etienne has outsnapped uh, outsnapped Robinson in week one against the Colts, J. Rob scored 19.4 points to Etienne's six and a half. Like I said, I like both backs this week. But Robinson's efficiency has been trending down, while Etienne's has been trending up. The Colts may only be allowing 17 points per game this week, but they're also giving up the sixth most receptions to backs, and that's why I'm giving Etienne the leg up over James Robinson. What's your first nice. wide receiver? Mr. Lawler. First wide receivers. What order do I want to go in? Uh, what's the low hanging fruit? Start in the middle and then go to the best and then the worst. I, I, I listened to you last week. And it was a disaster. I, was, I felt so off kilter. I'm just going to start at the top. Christian Kirk. <laughs> Christian Kirk for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Unfortunately, Kirk set uh, season lows across the board last week with targets, receptions, etc. Last week versus the lowly Texans. Texans. And prior to the Texans game, his yardage had been declining every week. Not great. True. He got a couple scores in there. To be clear, he was still having good fantasy days, but the, but the yardage has really been kind of tanking lately. Uh, and culminate, culminated. I can't talk, Josh. Ended up culminating. Thank you. Culminating in that uh, Texans game I just mentioned. But two of his games have come versus I don't know, good to really good defenses in Philly and the Chargers. Although one of those is actually a pretty decent fantasy game, as I mentioned just a moment ago. To make matters worse, the Colts are number one, tied for number one, in fantasy points per game given up to the wide receiver position. Now, why should you start him? Well, first off, as we mentioned earlier in the show, buys weeks have begun, and some notable wide receivers not playing this week include Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Adams, and Brandon... That's not right. Does Devontae Adams on by this week? Yes. Oh, I misspoke earlier. Uh, Devontae Adams and Brandon Cooks. Trevor Lawrence had a nice game both last year in his rookie debut versus the Colts in week one. Um, and this year in week two, they've already played him, which is weird. They're playing each other like within four, five weeks. It's so weird. Um, big, uh, oh, I just lost my... Both Lawrence and Kirk played very well. Uh, a, a few weeks ago playing the Colts. Kirk, Kirk putting up his best game of the season with uh, catching six, all six of his targets for 78 yards and two touchdowns. That's that big multi-score game I was talking about. The star corner for Indy is uh, Stephen Gilmore. He does not, apparently, he does not follow wide receivers into the slot, which is where Kirk spends the vast majority of his time. So I like Kirk to bounce back this week. Should be a top 24 guy easily. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with the aforementioned Ramondre Stevenson. Let's start with the matchup for Mr. Stevenson. He's playing the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are giving up 24.7 points per game to RBs, third most in all of the NFL. Um, they're only giving up 22 receptions on the year to running backs, which is well in the bottom half for the for across the league. But as far as uh, as far as receptions allowed to running backs. But still, 24.7 points per game. Probably no Damian Harris. Chris, I looked at multiple websites here. Ty Montgomery is on IR. 
and those are the three running back. And Damian Harris is looking like he might not play. And even if he does, probably going to be very limited. I have it that he's going to miss multiple games. That's what I could find in the news about Damian Harris is that he's looking expected to miss multiple weeks. Sharondra Stevenson is dealing with Pierre Strong, who I liked as a prospect coming out of college, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Bill Belichick hates rookies, so you're probably not going to see a lot of Pierre Strong. No. Maybe, maybe, I mean, if I remember serves correct, Pierre Strong did get some passing work in college, so maybe Belichick gives that to uh, Strong just to kind of spell Ramondre Stevenson. Um, but you know, it'll Bill, be limited. Said, it'll be limited. It'll be real limited, and maybe Kevin Harris gets a rush or two. Just to he may not even just, be the active roster. I, I would have to look into that, but but please I continue. Do. The fact that I couldn't find it on any depth chart across <laughs> five different something. websites, one of which was the Patriots website, another one was ESPN, our lads, NFL.com. Ooh, like, I like our lads. I, yeah, that's crazy. yeah, yeah. I, I like, I know you like that one, so I looked because you're like, Did you, I would just knew you're gonna be like, Did you look at our lads? And I'm like, Yes, I did. <laughs> I think like two or three years ago, I talked to the guy who runs it like on twitter for like <laughs> and so, so ever since then i'm like you guys are the best <laughs> thank you for acknowledging my existence <laughs> talk to you on twitter for a second no no i, but to, I liked your tweets <laughs> yeah right give me some <laughs> reciprocation no to be clear they they've i don't know about lately but they have been touted as kind of the kind of the quote go-to but it's not important yeah no um first of all i'm a huge ramondre fan just in a big big picture way just because you know, when you get that player, you're kind of on early. You feel like you're on that player earlier than everybody else. Not necessarily true. I'm just saying that's how it felt. So, yeah, dude, I'm a big reminder. I was fan. that way with Monte Ball, oh, Rashad wow. Penny. Um, <laughs> Are you being? Uh, what's that one dude from Alabama? Uh, TJ Yeldon. Um, oh, my God. You're just naming bad you're just self-deprecating yourself. Job at best. I was really on him. Okay, um, he is actually pretty darn good for a whole minute. And actually, uh, uh, Yeldon is had been a a vet who was always going to get a job in the NFL and was a good res, uh, receiver with a big body out of the backfield. However, I really liked Jamarcus Russell, too, coming out. Um, that's not a... Oh, my God. Okay, next segment. Roy Williams. Next. Roy Williams. I kind of liked him as well. Um, All right. All anyway. the receivers. I'll make this one relatively quick. Um, for George you, Pickens. That's, so it's going to be ten know, minutes instead of twelve, dude. It's only like it's only like three paragraphs, so just buckle up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually chose said that because it's the shortest one of all of them. Oh uh, my George God. Pickens. I know. I know. Rookie quarterback versus a good defense. What am I thinking? Well, let's talk about Pickens himself first. Pickens. While posting a 76 percent snap share on the season, Pickens has averaged. Uh, catching six of his eight targets for 92 and a half yards in the past two games with Pickett at quarterback and had seen three straight games of seven plus targets leading up to uh, this last week, uh, leading up to last week versus Bills. Uh, Last week versus Bills, the Steelers were embarrassed, like destroyed, but Pickett threw 52 times because, you know, comeback, trying to come back, garbage time, etc., for 327 yards. I actually expect a very similar game script this week versus Tampa, aka garbage time. I like Pickens as a flex slash top 36 guy with upside this week. All I got? Who are the Steelers playing this week? Uh, Buccaneers. Hmm. Okay. I can, I can get down with that. 
Yeah, okay. not the best matchups, but you know they're gonna have to throw, man. They're gonna have to throw. Also, not the worst either. No. Oh yeah, the worst um, is next. You just wait, buddy. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with my low-hanging fruit on the week. Um, I'm going with Leonard Fournette versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why I asked who the Steelers are playing, I don't know. Uh, this is a not a troll against your pick last week and Rashad White, Chris. And I not I at first I thought this wasn't low hanging fruit, but then it kind of is because I saw that Leonard Fournette was like RB seven on the year. I was like, oh. Anyways, let's circle yeah, back. Yeah, really good. I have to eat a little bit of crow there. Go right. But, ahead, but let's let's circle back around to Rashad White, your pick from last week. You weren't exactly wrong. I think that you were maybe wrong in the sense that a little early, was, maybe week or two. Well, early. in this in the sense that you're like, well, you know, he's playable. I would say he's more rosterable than playable. Agreed. I'm going to go with Agreed. rosterable. Especially after last week. And, and especially if you're a Lenny Fofo manager. Um, after the last two weeks, Rashad White has been on in on 38 and 39% of the, of the Bucks snaps. Not great, but you know. Um, and that would directly go up if playoff Lenny misses any time. But let's shift back to Leonard Fournette here because he's the guy I want to focus on. He mm -hmm. is giving up uh, snaps to Rashad White. He's still out touching Rashad White. Ten he to eight like in forty week. points last week. Ten, he, he, uh, I mean, he out touched Rashad Hard White ten, 10 to eight in week four, twenty four to eight in week five. Um, but Leonard Fournette is also getting fourteen and a half percent of the team's target share. That's tied for fourth most amongst all running backs. Great stat. Great stat. It's an average matchup against the Steelers, who are giving up the thirteenth most points to running backs. But maybe the and maybe the Bucks do Rashad White run Rashad White a little bit more. So many R's because they'll be but up gonna, by four touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm, I'm sticking with Fournette here until proven otherwise. You know, I would like, I would assume Fournette would help them get there. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. Um, you know the yeah, dude. Watch it be this this weird game where somehow the Steelers are still in it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyways, who's your next guy, Chris? Let's move on. DJ Moore. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, dude. I know. You, you, I you know. You could not quit him. You have a DJ Moore oh, problem. come on. Chris. I haven't mentioned him all year. Once. Literally. I mean, he's still on roster because what am I going to do? He's getting eight to ten targets. Whatever. Anyway, let's, let's, let's see what I got here. Let's just, let's just keep an open mind and see what I've got here. Recommending you start 2022 DJ Moore with PJ Walker as his quarterback versus a good defense. But are the Rams actually a good defense? Spoiler no, alert. Not really. No, not, not, against, not. not against wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's be realistic. DJ Moore is nothing more than a bi-week fill-in spot start at this point it, it, in, in this season with his surrounding cast in a good matchup. Uh, he's, that, he's just that kind of a guy right now. But that's exactly what this is. It's a good matchup. The Rams are giving up the fifth most fantasy points per game to wide receivers on the season. And... Uh -huh. Number one, wide receivers have had huge days versus them over the past few weeks. Uh, Diggs, Drake London, Debo, CD combined for combined? Averaged. That's not correct. Average catching eight of 11 targets for 103 yards and three of them scored. Shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good game. Uh, and hey, who knows? Maybe they play inspired football for Steve Wilkes, the new interim head coach. I like DJ Moore as a bye week. Uh, fill in top 36 kind of guy this week. So that's that, there you have it. That was actually really short. You know what? Sorry. I Chris, I I'm obviously I said this earlier. I must be off my game today, man. It's been a You're agreeing with me week. again? <laughs> I can get down with that. 
I think you're going to love my next two then, but please go ahead with your next one, Dexter. Oh, my God. Am I going to ghost add you after the next two? Jesus. <laughs> okay. My next two are backup guys, but the backup guys, you can start. Uh, Chris, you talked about James Connor potentially missing this week, and that should lead to a little Eno Benjamin. Um, obviously, this comes with a caveat that if James Connor is out, but even if he is going to play... How much is he going to play with a rib injury? And I mean, who? There was someone recently that had a rib injury. They sat out. I can't remember who it was. Not Connor. Not, oh, jeez. Oh. It was a running back, and I can't. And I'm now blanking. I knew I should have wrote it down. Anyways, mm-hmm. um. So even then, Connor's probably going to see some limited touches against the Seattle's D. Plus matchup, you got it. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are giving up 23.8 points per game, which is the fifth yeah. most so far. You know, Benjamin is not exactly oozing <laughs> with running He's back not talent. Walter Payton. <laughs> but, uh, this is, but this is based on more the fact that there's bye weeks, matchup, and opportunity. And in, and in the past, and in the past, man, we've seen average backs, backups come in on bye weeks weeks that are filled with running back injuries and come in and be, you know, top 24, even top 12 RBs, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's, it, this is the kind of matchup when you mix all these three things together, a bye weeks matchup and opportunity, there's, there's some good chances that, you know, Benjamin is, is a, it's a real great spot start this week. Maybe some low hanging fruit. Everyone all over Twitter is all about, yeah, you know, Benjamin, um, but here's the thing. You know, Benjamin also scored 12.8 points against an average to above average Eagles run D, and that was after James Conner got at, went out. Oh, I would call him a straight he, up he, good run D. He what? He wasn't. Uh, numbers say that they're average. They're somewhere in average to above average. Oh, Anyways, okay. okay. Um, that's just numbers though. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't super efficient with the touches he got, um, averaging just 3.1 uh, yards per carry. But Benji did keep catch three of his four targets as well so that's encouraging too Kyler doesn't throw to the running back I guess he does a little bit more for a robot for a mobile quarterback but you know so you know that you could so you get four targets on top of whatever rushing yards that Benji's gonna get here this week I like it I mean Daryl Williams is gonna be in the mix probably it's here oh, and I think there. he's hurt I think he's already confirmed out I can't believe I didn't include that oh that oh yeah that's right I forgot about that yeah he's... so Dude, even I'll bet, better. I'll bet that right now. Go ahead. Where? Oh, I was gonna say one thing about Benjamin. I think he's a pretty decent receiver out of the backfield. Like above average, above average. Like there's a lot of running backs that just like literally go out there and just stand there, like you know, like it's they run a wheel route. They they turn around, look at the the quarterback, and say, "Throw me the ball, coach." You know. Yeah, yeah. Or or just a and, check down or, of sorts or a flat, and they just. They can't turn up field quickly like like a good receiver can, like literally or they, a wide or, receiver. Or, or they don't even back. turn around to, and the ball clangs off the back of their helmet. And No yak, yeah. no yak whatsoever. Yeah, Benjamin's decent at that. Benjamin's above average at that. Nice All right, suppose. on to my next receiver. Alan Lazard. Despite missing week one with an injury, uh, Lazard is 16th in target percent among wide receivers inside the 10-yard line. That is the percent of the team's red zone targets going to the receiver inside the 10. He is tied first among wide receivers for red zone TDs with three. Again, missed one week in the beginning. Uh, uh, Again, inside the 10. And he's sixth in reception percentage among wide receivers with more than one red zone target inside the 10. 
He's caught, basically meaning he's caught three of his four red zone targets inside the tin. So he's exactly what we thought he'd be. He, a great red zone target for Aaron Rodgers. In fact, I would make the argument he's kind of replaced Tanyan because Tanyan had kind of had that hot year a couple years ago or whatever it was. Like he is their red zone guy. Or you could throw D uh, Dubs out there too. Dobbs, Dobbs, Dobbs. Dang it. I thought you called him Dumps. I'm I like, just, who? I said it with a B. I said it fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they get the Jets this week, which rank a respectable 16th in uh, fantasy points per game given up to the wide receiver Jets position. Jets defense has not been, the, not been terrible this year. No, absolutely. It's not great, but it's not terrible either. Yeah. And have uh, given up the fifth fewest receptions. And Sauce Gardner is playing pretty well. There's another corner on the other side that's yeah, playing dude. pretty well. But Sauce Gardner, man, oof. Uh, you know, but, the other oh, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just didn't include him because I just think Sauce Gardner is an awesome name. And he's a high draft pick. I think he's an awesome dude. He's playing well. He's top but 10, the last two QBs they played was Kenny Pickett, slash Trubisky, and Teddy Bridgewater. And... Pickens, uh, Pickens had a what? Oh, and Pickens had a nice game, as mentioned earlier when I talked about uh, uh, Mr. Uh, George Pickens. He had a nice game with uh, Pickett throwing him the ball. That's so hard to do. Uh, what with a respectable over under of forty five and a half points, and the Packers being seven and a half points favorites, I love Lazard to get some red zone opportunities and convert at least one, making him a top twenty four receiver for me this week. Uh, real quick, while I'm touching on over-unders, I meant to mention on your last matchup, can you take a guess who the second highest over-under the week is? I just told you the answer, basically. Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks. 50 and a half points. I think that bodes well for your, you know, Benjamin Tout there. Wow, we're going to really bank on them scoring that many points. Okay. 50 and a half. I'd go. I'd go the under if I was a bet man. The what do I know? Really good on offense, better than the Cardinals. Like I think Weird. Cardinals is the uh, 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 whatever you would call it, the one you need to Anyways, be concerned out there. My last running back, Chris, plays in the AFC West. Can you guess who he is? It's not Austin Eckler. RB in the AFC West. He may not be the <sighs> starter. Jacobs. Jacobs is on by, isn't he? Um, May not be the starter. On the tip of my tongue, AFC West. No, you're not going to say Mike Boone, are you? It's Mike Boone. <laughs> yes, the Chargers. Yes, yes. This is kind of, this is Mike Boone. And then. Oh, wrong screen. And, and then we'll also throw in Bob Gordon, too. But I want to talk about Mike yeah. Boone because people have spent money to, to get Mike Boone. Not the 65 fab dollars for like Kenny Walker or anything like that. No. But. You know, people, I mean, my, I myself picked up Mike Boone, you know, like he's like, I watched that game last week with um, the Colts and the, and, the, and the Chargers, the Chargers, the Broncos and Mike mm -hmm. Boone looked like he had burst, you know, like, so I, I, I like, I like Mike Boone looked like he was the Tony Pollard to Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, and even then Melvin Gordon looks better than Zeke, um, barely, but you know, better. Um, the Chargers giving up the most, the most points to running fantasy running backs. This is now Melvin Gordon's backfield, but Mike Boone, Mike Boone looked like he had burst and speed uh, to the extent that Melvin Gordon necessarily doesn't anymore in his career. I mean, Melvin Gordon still, Melvin Gordon looks a lot better this year and and part of last year than he did in like twenty or no, he looks a lot better this year than he did last year, being a year older. I don't know what he did. 
but he looks good. He looks better. Anyways, last week, Melvin Gordon out snapped Mike Boone 46 to 40, 56 to 41 percent. That's not that big of a difference. And uh, Melvin Gordon did out touch Boone 18 to 10. But 10 touches ain't nothing, man. Like I mentioned earlier, the Chargers are giving up the most points to running backs. I don't have it marked down how many points they're giving up. But, you know, if you're giving like a more or less a 60-40 split to Mike Boone and Mike Boone's getting 40%, that's a startable running back. And that's yeah. a startable running back like like I was talking about with Eno Benjamin, too. You know, like they like Gordon's going to get the going to get his work. You know, Pickens, he's going to get are it. slim, dude. Pickens are slim. No matter how we and Pickens are slim. Like, I mean, I made a comment on Twitter after like week two that I was like, I like someone was like, oh, I wish oh, I bet you wish you would have went wide receiver, wide receiver or no running back. I'm like, I wish you would have went running back six picks in a row because there ain't nothing on waiver wires. <laughs> Even in a 10 team yeah, league, yeah, yeah, yeah. ain't nothing on waiver wires. Gabe Davis. In Davis's first healthy game since week one, he dominated, posting a ridiculous stat line of uh, three catches on six targets for 171 yards and two touchdowns, including the longest passing touchdown in Bill's history of 98 yards. It's simple. He's just too good not to start when he's healthy, and this week he gets the Chiefs, who are giving up the seventh most fantasy points per game to the wide receiver position, and the ninth most passing yards, and the most passing touchdowns on the season. I mean, what do you more want? Davis is a must-start top 12 wide receiver this week. Get him in your lineup. That easy. Huh. I, I mean, I, I guess I see your point of it being... Oh, he's a top 12 through, easily. Top 12 easily. I guess I wouldn't have thought of him being as low-hanging fruit necessarily. Well, but... again, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if I'm going to include... I don't do this always, but usually when I include a low-hanging fruit, I like I like him to have some drama. You know, I like him to have been hurt, have been banged up, playing playing injured, had some I mean, bad he matchups. Has, he has a couple bad games, so get me wrong. Oh, for sure, for sure. Between week <clears throat> one and, and last week, yes, he's definitely got some bad games. You mean, oh, between those, yeah. Okay, yeah, week sorry. one was fine, and last week was amazing. Chris? Uh, in between that was mediocre, if you will. Yes. Shall we move on to some tight ends? Yes, I think you're up first. I don't your... have 27 tight ends. Good. I have two. <laughs> I have two as well. My first one is George Kittle. It is the opposite of low-hanging fruit. This fruit is so high in yeah. the air, yeah. mm -hmm. it is ridiculous. Falcons, and this is based on this. This is shit or get off the pot time for George Kittle. The Falcons are giving That's up That's why I like that you included him. Yep. The fifth most fantasy points per game, 10.7 to the, the tight end position. The average stat line for tight ends the the, the Falcons are giving up are 6.8 or 6.8 receptions, 70 yards, only a point two so a touchdown 20% of the time. But you know, roughly seven receptions for 70 yards. George Kittle's surely gonna score a touchdown on that, right? You know, you, yeah, but that's he gets that much opportunity, I, um, yeah. I will I'm willing to concede that Kittle may have come back from his groin injury a week or two too soon, you know. NFL players usually do. So I'm willing to give Kittle um, the benefit of the doubt here. Kittle's stat percentages in the three games that he has played this this year is 91, 94, and 88%. So there, he's out there and he's on the field. And uh, two of those games, too, were against Carolina, which is a negative tight end matchup, and the Rams, who give up the least amount of points to tight ends. So he's had two, two out of three games that he's played have been bad matchups uh, for tight ends. 
so and like i said those are the last two weeks and then week three maybe came back a little too soon so i'm looking that i'm looking to see that i think that this is the game where kittle gets going here it's a good matchup i'm guessing he's finally healthy with the groin thing you know i just it's start kittle this week and if he and if he craps the bed get him off your team trade him away get him for a bag of ball get a bag of balls for him I don't know that or just hold him and then he's just your he's just your scarlet letter you know he's your cross to bear throughout the season in case he does go off but dude it's it's been rough but i think that there's been a reason the reasons i have already said of why it's been rough for him can you get down with kittle this week chris yes i'm on board this week basically a do or die i agree with you 100 percent um, I guess, I guess, like, I don't know if it's but, quite do or die just because of bad matchups. Maybe coming back a little too early from injury. That might you know? be more saleable uh, 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 advice is that I think maybe they brought him back too soon. But I have no idea. I really don't. We can't know. We're not the San Francisco team doctor. But what I'm, I'm saying in terms of a streamer, this is technically supposed to be a streamer, and Kittle's still like, I don't know, 92% owned, 88%. I, it's but, supposed to be but streamers. But I love that you included him because it was a salient talking point about. Like you said, do or die. I think it's I think it's more of a it's it's supposed to be about streamers, but I mean if you've had Kittle, you're thinking about streaming. Absolutely. You know? That's a great way to put it. And I'll say that I'm a little bit of a spoiler alert. I was gonna include uh, uh this guy's teammate uh at quarterback and I decided not to because of his roster percent. But I'll give him an Are you talking about Jimmy G? I almost threw him in there too. No, somebody else. Uh, probably more low hanging fruit at this point. In fact, we mentioned him earlier. But let me go on to his tight end teammate, my first. Oh, oh no! Tight yep, end. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Um, Will Disley. I'll make this one short. Disley might be the most tight end. I'm sorry, <laughs> can't talk. The most touchdown dependent tight end in the entire league. But he scored three out of five games, and it's been a sound strategy to target the tight end playing the Seahawks or the Cardinals each week, and that's exactly who he plays. Dude, remember, like. A- Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt, but do you no, remember? I, I like, was almost done. It was like five, six years ago, where maybe it was even longer ago, but it was like the Cardinals' defense was so notoriously bad against tight ends that, like, people were planning, at least I was, were planning weeks in advance of in picking tight ends up off the waiver wire just because they're like, they get the Cardinals. Like, it was like they were giving up like 15 points per game to the tight end position. It was historically terrible. It was consistently bankable. Not only bankable, it was like, a smash play. And and I think you know what happened? I think they I think they got Buda Baker or something and it got and it went and mm-hmm. it got better. Buda Baker improved. To be clear, they are second worst behind the Seahawks, giving up fifteen point nine uh-huh. to the tight end position. The Seahawks are giving up twenty three point six. Really bad. So obviously vice versa in this match. Dis- Disley right. plays for the Seahawks, he's playing the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but yeah, basically, Disley is a great tight end streaming option this week. You might get a touchdown. That's about all you can do for yourself in a week like this. And I will say this. Uh, and hey, Gino's on fire. Honorable mention to him for the quarterback streaming segment. I originally wanted to include him, but his roster percent was up to 74, and I just I just couldn't do that. The cards ranked dead last in coverage grade, uh, according to Yeah, I, I, went, I almost threw Gino in myself. Yep, yep. Um, and actually, yeah, I did a little bit, but anyways. Um, and so did I, because I just did an honorable mention, but I do have an actual streaming quarterback uh, to mention when we get there. Me too. My next tight end is Evan Ingram versus the Colts. Speaking of bad uh, tight end defenses, the Colts are giving up the fourth most to tight ends, and that's 10.8 points per game in 
week two when these teams uh, first met this year. Ingram caught seven of eight targets for 46 yards. Not great. Evan uh, Ingram has yet to score a touchdown, but the Colts are allowing a touchdown in 80% of their games so far this year. So, a touchdown to the tight end position, that is. Of course, of course. So, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that Ingram has a pretty good chance to do so this year. He His snap percentage is about 70% per game, which isn't great, but that's better than someone like Robert Tunyon. He was, like, in the 30s and 40s. You know, he was, he was not out there all that much. So, you know, and Tunyon's a perennial dart throw at the tight end position, so why not Evan Ingram? You know, the guy who's out there more than Robert Tunyon is and has, and has history a good an okay record against the Colts already this year, you know? And, and I don't think he's has quite the drops that he had with the Giants this year so far. And, you know, he's... I mean, he's he's in that conversation of... It's just like a little dizzy, dude. Tight, oh, end, tight, end eight, tight ends 8 through 20 are all almost all the same, you know? The, the, it might be close, but this next guy might actually be just under Evan <laughs> Ingram in, in, in a context. Go for it. Who is My it? next guy is Irv Smith. Ooh, I thought about him. Did you? This was a tough one, but Smith had a little success earlier in the year and gets the Dolphins this week, who have given up the ninth most fantasy points per game to the tight end position and the fourth most receptions and the seventh most yards to the tight end position. He's as fine as a dart thrower as you're going to find at the tight end position around that 12 to 14, 15 tight end range, and that's right where he kind of sandwiches in this week, in my opinion. So that was a kind of a short, sweet one. But yeah, Irv Smith is if you're if you're I, I would say borderline desperate. Throw out Irv Smith out there, Chris. I, um, since we're about to talk about quarterbacks, I want to take the time to say that Carson Wentz and feel free to edit this out can go fuck himself. <laughs> well, I, I, I dropped a couple. Four point three five points so far in this game. Wow. Fuck you, Carson I can't remember off the top of my head. I started... I think the league I picked up Geno in. And I definitely pulled Wentz. At the I, tried for, I tried for Geno, and I got Wentz as a, a really consolation shitty prize. consolation prize. <laughs> and, and this is in my work league where I am doing terrible. Going back to that point earlier about waiting on I have Saquon Barkley and Stefan Diggs, mm -hmm. and my team is awful. <laughs> Going back to that point earlier about uh, uh, waiting on QB, it hasn't been so great this year. Uh, I might be okay with Gino in that in our uh, friends with benefits league. It's been a weirdly, forward. it's been a weird year, man. And then and like, in the ZTT I'm, league, I have I drafted Russell Wilson, and uh, I'm I'm rocking Wilson and Lawrence lately. I think I'm playing okay. Lawrence this week. We'll save this for the the uh, post recording, but uh, anyway, so the quarterback, my quarterback stream of the week here is Chris. Praise yourself. Mm -hmm. Brace, break. Are you are you sitting down? Are you ha are you are you making three points of contact? With I'm so literally all over. My, I'm literally holding on to my butt right now. Okay, Daniel Jones versus the Baltimore Ravens. Daniel Jones God, is my stream of the it. week. <laughs> the Ravens That's... are giving up 22.5 points per game, which is the fourth most in games against the Bears and the Titans, aka subpar passing defenses. Daniel Jones has averaged 19.83 oh, points per nice game. Stat. Yeah. The Ravens the Ravens are giving up more points to the quarterbacks than either one of those two defenses. So I hate to say this, but is it Danny Dimes time? Hey, you want to guess who my quarterback streamer of the week is? Jimmy G? No, Danny Dimes. <laughs> oh. 
Damn it. The quarterback 14 on the. I, oh, what I thought it was going to make you like poo your pants or something. I know. Well, remember, I was going to go Gino. I was like, 74%? No. And I'd already been eyeballing Danny in another league. Anyway, Danny Dimes is a QB 14 on the year. Only Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson have more quarterback rushing yards than Danny's 46 per game. For those keeping score at home, that's 4.6 fantasy points in your back pocket. The Ravens have actually been improving in coverage and, and generally in defense lately, but have given up a quarterback rushing score in three straight games. So you can almost bank ah. on that. And in case you haven't heard, the Ravens are pretty darn good on offense and score a lot of points. I absolutely expect the Giants to have to throw yeah. to keep up or come back or garbage time or whatever the heck you want to call it. If you need a quarterback stream this week, he is only 26% rostered. You can go pick him up right now and play him. <laughs> over a I Russell. can't believe we came up this did the same I know. Uh, let's Dana do let's Jones do this today. or that real quick since we talked about the same guy. Russell Wilson or Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones to who, be clear. Who are the Broncos playing again? Uh, uh question. I have an NFL schedule the right C, here, the, sir. The 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 Chargers. Who? Yep, yeah, that is correct. Pretty good defense. Some of the numbers aren't so great for Chargers, but man, they get off the passer pretty well. And that's a Monday night game. So you gotta you're, you're, that's all, that's all, the only option you got. And he's hurt. He's hurt. He's nursing his shoulder, to be clear, Mr. Russell. Daniel Jones, I guess. Exactly. How about Lawrence? Lawrence or Daniel Jones? I almost made Lawrence my, one of my honorable mentions here, but he was he had like 72%. Uh, he was 72% roster. I was very strong at considering him, too. Yep. Um, I would go Lawrence under Lawrence. Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson. Oh, so you're going... Jones, Russell, Lawrence. Yes, I like how I alternated freaking last and first names. <laughs> That's so weird. I've always called Russell Russ or Russell. Anyway, um, well, we're on his first name basis with Russ. You know, I think I would he's, go. He's Mister Limited. I would go Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Russell. Huh. Interesting. I hope I eat my words, man. I hope he comes back. He's still on my on my roster in that league, so I need him to do something. But I've got Lawrence. Who's who's that? Russell. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he hasn't been that great the last couple no, of weeks. He so hasn't. I'm just... No, he hasn't. Hey, he's so pretty that's great when he plays the Colts, though. Pretty great when he plays the Colts, and guess who he plays this week? <laughs> that's also why I chose Kirk. No, that wasn't the only reason, to be clear. I had other very good reasons that I Anyways, named. I have I have a couple honorable mentions here, one of which is the okay. aforementioned uh, Jimmy G is playing the Falcons, who are giving up 18.8 quarterback uh, uh, points per game to the quarterback. He's about 30% rostered, so Jimmy G... I was I wanted to say Geno Smith, but he's uh, he was up to seventy percent the last time I looked, and that was on sleeper. So, um, yeah, if you picked him up, good good for you. Start him over the last three weeks. Geno's averaging over twenty seven and a half points per game. Um, Chris, you just picked him up, and then in our in our friends with benefits league, so I'm pretty sure he's going to get injured in the first quarter, and then it's <laughs> Drew Lock time, and Drew Lock's going to still outshine Russell Wilson. I will literally quit fantasy football if that happens this week. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. Um, you got a sleeper for us, buddy? Yep. Why don't you do yours first, though? Just to, uh, just I will to mix talk, things up. I will talk just about the aforementioned Mike Boone. Uh, we touched on this a little bit already. Don't get me wrong. Gordon will get his work. Uh, Boone was outrushed 15-7, uh, to 7, and they tied in targets last week. But I think there will be enough to go around. And then Mike Boone is the superior receiver uh, of the two. And Boone has more juice. Josh touched on that earlier. I think he'll have a good chance at a big play in this one. A long run, maybe. Maybe a long screen pass. The Chargers have given up the most fantasy points per game to the running back position. I'm pretty sure Josh probably touched on that, too. 
and running backs have been very efficient versus the Bolts. Backs are averaging a ridiculous 6.2 yards per carry and one rushing touchdown per game. Yeah, that might go to Gordon, but you might get some catches with Boone too. And through the air, they're really bad too. They give up the fourth most running back receptions and have surrendered three running back touchdown receptions already this year. So yeah, Mike Boone's my sleeper this week. I'm starting him in a league that I have some buys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I don't know. I mean, do I have an asking for a question? Uh, uh, don't you want to hear my sleeper this week? Absolutely. My sleeper this week that I totally didn't just come up with on the fly here <laughs> is Randall Cobb, the slot receiver for the Green Bay Packers. He has... Yeah, he's, he's their guy lately. He has PFF's 10th uh, best matchup advantage, with, um, so that's that's good. And last week he was targeted 13 times by Aaron Rodgers, yeah. one of All which right. was was in the end zone, I think, if memory serves correct. He got 99 yards last week. So and and this is also like they were saying before the the game last week in London that they wanted to get Randall Cobb involved and they did last week. Like, you know, a lot of times when coaches say that sort of shit that they want to just like, oh, we're going to get this player involved. And then they don't Mm -hmm. because, you know, um, they actually did. So I, I like them to continue to do so and go up against going up against the jets this week. So Randall Cobb is my sleeper this week that I totally didn't just come up with in the last two minutes. <laughs> I think this might your, be your best uh, sleeper that you did not come up with in the last couple minutes of the year. Uh, I think uh, Vegas is selling them a little short with a 45 and a half. Where to go? 45, five and a half point over under. Yeah, it's um, been scoring too, a bit lately. You know, too, I, well, but but two good but not great defenses, two offenses yep. that are maybe not. F- firing on all cylinders like you think they should be mm-hmm. um packers you know, at home the, that, that, the that. jets the jets and the packers are probably having the same problem and that's their offensive line um and yeah. zach wilson's you know still he young some Let's that way I'm, I'm gonna forget it i shouldn't even mention it. there was some stat i saw about uh, uh zach wilson earlier that was actually was it a promising. good stat yes it was it was very promising i mean he's been yards at least he's willing to he's willing to chuck it man uh, not like, you know, I mean, I know Flacco was throwing it a lot, but I feel like he was throwing it short a lot. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Lock, Drew Lock. Um, that's all I got. Are you uh, talking about, are you talking about, um, what did I just say? You said lock it. No, I didn't are say you... lock it. I'm, uh, yeah, you did. Zach Wilson is what I was talking about. He's been putting up some yards. Uh, Flacco? Uh, yeah, Flacco is what I said. I said uh, uh, at least at least Zach Wilson's willing to chuck it. He's got a quicker release. Yes, Flacco was throwing a lot, but I swear you said lock it. I think it was Flacco. I think it was Flacco. I think something with a flock. Made you think luck. With Flacco, we're gonna call him Flacco from now on. New nickname. Kaching. Do you have? I'm calling shenanigans on all of this, and that you said block it. Uh, do we have any questions in the Chatteruski? Nope, not any new questions. Do we have any chest? You know why we don't have chest questions in the ch- Chatteruski? Because you just said Chatteruski. I want to quit the show because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that all the time now. So no, there's no questions in chat. Uh, I no have in a Discord. I have a question though. You have an asking for a friend there, buddy. I am asking for the friend that is me because I am the only friend that I have. <laughs> I am the only friend that I have. 
We're just acquaintances, folks. We just do this for the money. That I... doesn't exist. <laughs> so we constantly question why we actually do it. Um, Especially after a week like this for you. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay, so I'm I'm having some problems. James Conner is looking like he's probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I can't really play him. Could Should I play Etienne, who I was championing? Touting. Included in your... your five i believe against the colts i have jk dobbins as an option against the giants and not a very good matchup um or i can play jerry judy against the chargers which is a pretty good matchup i also have devin duvernay who has who has sneakily been pretty decent the good uh slot possession ppr guy um i think i'm going dobbins I understand the matchup's not great but i think i'm just gonna go with the best player i think i think in the past i've been a little anti-dobbins uh, there's the, the Achilles injury. He's he's I, he's over, I believe an, now. He never had an Achilles. It was his knee. Oh, I'm Not sorry. Uh, uh, MCL, LCL, MCL, PCL, whatever it was. You're right. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um, uh, more significant than just an ACL. Let me put it that way. I misspoke. Um, therefore, uh, but I think he's over that. I think. And I understand it's not a great matchup, but I just I think he's a better player than I originally thought. And in this offense, yeah, I know he's not going to get the ton of red zone carries because of Lamar. I know Lamar doesn't dump it off a ton, but I don't know, man. I think I'm going Dobbins there. Yep. Interesting. I, I don't know what. And I also have this. Like. I also have this option, which would be great if it actually came to fruition, where Naeem Hines and uh, Jonathan Taylor are both limited in practice and both might not play this week. I have but Deion Jackson, Deion. who looked. Who this looked? Must be, pretty, this must be Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, he looked pretty darn good last week. Okay. After Naeem Hines went down, I was like, seriously, I was like, hey, there's a little bit of that in our Deon boom. Ja- I'm like, who's yeah. this Deion Jackson guy? There's a little bit of that in our Boone coverage. Boone looked good. I know it was limited, but man, he was efficient. He hit that hole. He he had speed. Um, so no, I don't hate it. But yeah, I'm, I'm going Dobbins over Deion Jackson, I believe it is. Well, the other options were Terry Judy. Um, well, Dobbins had a stinker last week against Cincy, who's a good defense. Obviously, he had a great game against Buffalo, who's also a good defense. Catching... I, also have, I also have Tyler Boyd as an option against the Saints with no T. Higgins, or pro- potentially no T. Higgins. So there's that. I know it's probably not the greatest matchup. I think good. the Giants run defense and really win-loss record. Maybe Mirage is a bit of a strong word, but I don't think they're as good as their record says they are. I don't think oh, they're as good right. as... Oh, that's right. Honey Badger plays in New Orleans now. Never mind. Tyler Boyd's out. So uh, Yeah, I, I think I'm okay playing Dobbins against the Giants, just despite the numbers saying it's not a good matchup. Um, I have any ideas. Anyways. Um, did you stop the recording? No, I forgot to. Okay, well, let's do that now. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. You can always check us out uh, live on the YouTubes at 8 p.m. Central Time, Thursday evenings, and on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., right, Chris? Hmm? Got it. I was late once last year, and I and I can never remember what we what time You were late because you got the time wrong? I got you. I got you, yeah. yeah I, I'm always <laughs> second-guessing myself on it. Anyway, so I just show up at, like, 9 a.m., and I'm like, where the hell is Chris at? Uh, <laughs> oh, you were early. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, you were early, uh, then subsequently late to the on time. <laughs> oh, now I just show up early. I just show, I just wake up at four a.m. on Sunday. I'm like, it's football time. He just sits and, in Discord. 
just sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, after a couple of hours, I'm like, it's 6 a.m. Where is he? You know, and then eight, I'm like, I'm starting to get mad. Nine, I'm just like, all right, well, whatever, you know, screw this guy. Anyways, uh, we're ending the show. Um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, you can join our Discord, which that will be in the link. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh AFFB. You can follow Chris on Twitter at Chris at Chris AFFB. No, AFFB Chris. I, there you I'm go. Dyslexic, folks. It's a it's a condition. I'm sorry. Until <laughs> Sunday, when we hope, which we hope to see you. At 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, good luck. Adios.